Hi, everyone. I'm Brian Kilmeade, and I'm here with America's Wealth Coach, Coach Pete Deruda. Hey, Coach, is investing like gambling? Well, Brian, unfortunately, it is for a lot of people. Uh, everyone hopes and prays that when they put money in that it's going to do good, but that's not a good strategy. The best strategy is to have a growth protection income plan, which gives you that financial fill-up strategy, which when you reach retirement, every single year you're going to get a paycheck delivered to your mailbox, regardless of how long you live and regardless of how, how long your spouse lives. I mean, that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? It does. Brian, everyone listening should get their very own wealth and income plan, and I'm giving that away free to your listeners right now. It makes sense. Call 800-833-7393 or text to Brian, my name, B-R-I-A-N, to 600-700. That's Brian to 600-700. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, brother. This week's episode of the Financial Safari is brought to you by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, for all your retirement needs. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruda or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Well, hello, everyone. It's Coach Pete. This week on the Financial Safari, we're going to talk about the efficient portfolio. What is it and how can you benefit by knowing about all the different places your money should be instead of where it is right now? That much more this week on the Financial Safari. Hi, this is Coach Pete. And if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Broadcasting from coast to coast, it's the Financial Safari with your host, Coach Pete Deruda. Coach Pete and his guests are some of the nation's top financial professionals. They make it their mission to guide investors through the treacherous jungle of the financial world, showing them how to grow, keep, and leave their money for their loved ones. Coach Pete is a frequent contributor to Fox Business Network, CNBC, The Wall Street Journal, and many other news outlets. They come to Coach Pete for their answers. And now, so can you. So stick around and find out how to make it through the jungle of the financial world on The Financial Safari. And welcome into the program, consumer advocate Thomas Lipscomb here in studio with America's Wealth Financial and Income Coach. That is best-selling author, Coach Peter Ruta. Coach, always a pleasure to have you in the studio. Always an honor to be able to sit here beside you, learn a little bit more about, about this financial world. Crazy world, Thomas. Crazy world we're living in, folks. I don't have to tell you that. You can tell me that. I mean, we all tell each other it's a crazy world. So what do we do? Well, we need to do something. And one of the things not to do is sit around and talk about how bad it is, but not take action. Yes. Action is the most important thing, especially when it evolves around your retirement plan. And if you haven't heard about a wealth defender plan, you really need to. I mean, defend some of your wealth. Make sure you don't lose it when the market goes the wrong way or mm -hmm. whatever happens. All the different games and gimmicks out there. WealthDefenderUSA.com. WealthDefenderUSA.com. Lots of good information there just to find out how to get your own wealth protection, the wealth defender plan put in place for you and your family. Thomas, it doesn't mean a thing when we talk about defense when the market's on the offense. That's right. But when the market goes the wrong way, turns the ball over, so to speak, and goes the wrong way, and you're watching, you log in, and you watch your portfolio balance going down every day, not too much fun, especially when you work very hard 
to get all the money you have put aside. That's right. You know, I was looking at my wife's tires the other day and I started to notice <laughs> that tread was getting a little bit low and yeah. I was like, ah, I need to take some, and that's what you're talking about here, some proactive measures to make sure she is not on the side of the road. Thomas knows Coach Pete's bald, so he didn't say the tires were balding. <laughs> I love that's it. That's what you did there, Thomas. I, I see where tell. you're going. I can't tell. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I got you. <laughs> well, let's, we're gonna, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. We've got a really good guest joining us from LA later on, Kelly mm-hmm. Slot. So we're going to make sure to, uh, to try to educate a little bit, like we always do, was on a local radio station last week because the market is wobbling oh, up and down all around. Yeah, it's up some days and it's down and then it keeps going down. Then it comes up. I mean, how do you know if that if you're in retirement and you're trying to take money out of that kind of account? I mean, when it's when it's up, you almost don't want to touch it because you're worried about missing out on future gains. And when it's down, you don't want to touch it because you're admitting you you got beat. <laughs> there you really. go. <laughs> I think that's why we don't liquidate when we should many times is because we don't want to admit that we didn't know what we were doing when we did it. Uh, or our I, advisor I didn't you. know what they were doing when they did it. Yeah. Many advisors out there should uh, should have voodoo dolls made on themselves. So you could stick them every time the market goes down. <laughs> Correct? It's true. Well, and as a guy, you want to be able to beat your chest a little bit and say, I did this, <laughs> I conquered it, I won. And, and, and sometimes we don't. Sometimes no. we just have to accept the fact that either we made a misstep, a wrong decision, or maybe we thought we made the right decision and life happened. And we just got to accept that, yep. roll with the punches, move on. You know, it, there's no exact science. It is nothing to be mad about yourself at. I mean, the market is its own world. And even the crypto market has been crazy this year, down, 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 down. It has, yes. And many people were saying, gosh, yeah, I'm diversified. I've taken money out of the stock market and put it into crypto. Oh well, gosh, you took it out of a burning building and put it into an inferno. I mean, <laughs> who knows true. what's going on? So we need to we need to have an exit strategy no matter where we are in life, no matter where our money is. We need to know when we're going to take it out, how we're going to take it out. And if we're going to take it out, right? And then which which account to take out first? Exactly. Well, and even in your example there, that that brings up the concept of diversification and yep. what true diversification is versus uh, uh, what you could think of. Like an example, somebody might have thought they were diversified. Oh, I've got some in crypto, some in stocks. Technically not, though. And why is that? Well, you know, why why can't our stock market accounts go up like the price of gas? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? It's been a crazy, you know, I, I was joking, I know, and I guess it's not a joke anymore. I, I, I was saying, when are they going to start charging you for half a gallon and make it look more appealing? So $5, oh, it's only $5. Yeah, that's for half gallon. <laughs> and then a pint. <laughs> oh, it'll yeah. hurt either way. The, new, the old say, you know, we used to say, I, I went after work, I went and got a couple pints. Yes, there you go. And that would get you home <laughs> and gas, but not what we're talking about, the pints at the old pub right? The pub pints. I would much prefer one so of those. Gas is costing more than the pub pints. We're in trouble here because uh, you get a good micro brew. It's like five, six dollars uh, for mm-hmm. a pint. Uh, and now it'll cost gas you five or, up. five or six dollars to start your car to get over there. Uh, you know, I don't know. What you see at the pump, mm. though, is just a, a microcosm of what's going on everywhere. And, and mm-hmm. think about it. Every everything you buy at the store, it got it didn't. We don't have Star Trek, so they didn't beam the items over there. They had to have a truck yes. or two or three and manufacturing plants or two or three to get those items to where they are. So we're so used to just going to the store, buying what we want, not knowing where that came from. So if you follow the origin of the things we buy, this is a big journey. And that journey costs a lot more now. Therefore, the things you buy cost a lot more. It's true. And it's something that a lot of people may not notice on the news because, you know, we were talking about Warren Buffett earlier and I was watching something on him over lunch. And this is from a few years ago, but he was he was um, berating the CPI, the Consumer Price Index, uh, saying how and again, you talk about this on the show all the time. So I love the common thread here, uh, how it doesn't include some of these key factors like energy and housing. <laughs> Those are the, the two main factors I, right I, there. I mean, you think about what we're, ta- <laughs> what we're complaining about right now, high house prices, you know, the, the housing market being what it is just insane and then gas prices. Uh, 
and yet when they're quoting these inflation numbers, they're quoting all of these numbers. Are, are they really taking into account what, what's affecting every American? Look at all retirees face risks that could potentially eat away at their retirement income. Thomas is so many different risks that, that we, as we get older, we realize when we're young, we walk out in the street, play, we used to play football in the street. We didn't play tackle, but every now and then someone would fall. Oh, or, sure. I remember Sandy, a guy named Sandy Anand, his last name, Sandy Anand, in, in Laurenburg, North Carolina. This was in seventh grade, because I remember it because the ambulance came. That was a big thing in our neighborhood. Oh, wow. <laughs> Laurenburg, okay. you know, the ambulance yeah. come down the road. Oh, yeah. Well, somebody threw a long pass to him, and it, and it veered to the to the right a little bit. And he was he was looking at the ball, and he ran right into a mailbox. Oh, that yeah, I think he lost a couple. Hurt. I think he lost a couple teeth that day. I so, he did. But you never know when the unexpected, everything was fine until it wasn't, in other words. And I yeah. think I think they were they were beating my team. His team was beating my team, and that kind of changed the flow of the whole game. <laughs> Nobody was bragging the next day. I'm sure not. So, so some of the dif- different financial termites that can, or torpedoes that can sink your portfolio is uh, they include healthcare costs and or the costs associated with possible confinement in a long-term care facility and, and or staying home. Now, home health care is even more expensive than, than going to a facility. It is. And that and that cost cannot just be put into a company as well. A personal situation. Uh, my grandmother is currently at her home and now and her children are taking a lot of that load. So they may need to leave work early. They mean to put those hours away. Those are things that I think people need to think about that the dollar may not come out of the salary, but it could come out in another way. A lot of way. times people say, well, it's not going to cost me anything. My family's going to take care of me. What's well, costing your family? It's costing then. them. And Correct. not only the time that they can't be earning money or spending with their own family are doing things they want to do, but but it's just they're, they're losing potential income power by having to devote that time to you. Plus, they're wearing themselves out. That's right. You know, you think about that. But let's focus, though, on the three big risks that demand your attention right now. And well, we'll start with a really important one. It's called timing risk. Okay. And that the lesson here is that timing of your retirement can be very costly. In other words, when you start taking money out, that's the timing of enacting your retirement plan. So to, to, to begin exploring the, the timing risk, Let's begin with this question. Is it possible that the month you choose to retire could cause you to lose out on enormous amount of income in the future? Wow. Is it possible? Now, Thomas, yes or no? It absolutely is. <laughs> From the statistics, I mean, everything that I've seen absolutely is. Yeah. In other words, someone could be retiring in April or maybe July. They could choose one or the other, and it could be a big difference in how much income they'll get over their lifetime just by picking a different month. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. <laughs> in fact, Thomas, could the month that someone chooses to retire really cost them, say, maybe half a million dollars in lost income or maybe a million dollars or even more? The answer, of course, is yes. But to answer this question, we need to explore a hypothetical example that explains why people should manage timing risk. And I bet a lot of people haven't heard timing risk before. I'm sure I see not. you're not. You've heard it because you hear me talking uh, exactly, about it. Exactly. But before yeah. that, no, not at all. So you want to do a thought experiment? Let's do it. I'm interested <laughs> in this. So Thomas, we'll just do this. I mean, imagine two identical women. Each one is 65 and both women have identical investment accounts. Okay. They both have the, save, the same savings, $500,000. And when they retire, both of them are going to withdraw exactly the same amount of monthly income. So we want to keep everything the same. When you're doing a, a scientific experiment, my dad's a physicist, and for 40 years, 42 years, he taught kids wow. in, in college, and he would say the same thing. You can only change one thing in, in, a, in an equation or an experiment and see what happens. So like, you can't change three or four things because then you don't, you don't know what caused the change. Very true. So here we go. The only thing we're going to change is they're identical, so we're going to change the when they retire. Okay, one's going to retire differently. So you're saying, what's the difference then? The only difference is going to be the, 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 the month they retire. Okay. So to illustrate how these two women will confront retirement success or retirement failure, we'll look at a, a three-month period 
1968, the beginning of 1968. So okay. <laughs> we're going way back in the time machine, but these are what happened in 1968. Sure. Let's look at it. Sure. So using real market values, we'll assume that both of these women retire during this three month period. But here's the key, not on the same day. So instead, we're going to separate the retirement dates by a quarter, a calendar quarter, meaning that three months will be, what, 90 days will be the difference in when they retire. And so we're going to see what happens. The first woman retires January 1st, 1968. Here's what happens. The second woman retires three months later. Over the course of their lifetimes, the lady who retired on April 1st, three months after January 1st, ends up with $1 million more than the woman who retired just three months earlier. Well, that's because, a lot of zeros. Because the market, the market was down when the lady on January 1st retired, and it was recovered. And so the lady who retired on, on, on three months later, which would be April 1st, sure. over the course of her lifetime, she, took, she got a million more of income because of that. Because the market's up, down, all around. That is So we've incredible. got some better illustrations on that. It's, it's really hard to do that on the radio show, but we've got pictures to go along with that too. And it's important to get your own personalized analysis, though, to show you what the money you already have. Not showing you to go out and make money and then come see us. Whatever you have right now, what could you really do with that? What could that money do for you, more importantly? Could you get that lifetime income? And more importantly, could you have a wealth defender account so you don't lose your money anymore? We call it a GPI plan, growth protection lifetime income. Thomas, as a fiduciary, I have to show this to folks because you have to have money in retirement and it can't go away. And in my opinion, it should be increasing, mm-hmm. not decreasing. And it should not be at the whim of the stock market. So the next 15 people call, we'll put together for you your very own personalized analysis. And I have a financial goodie bag for you as well. All sorts of books that I've written and all sorts of other goodies in that financial goodie bag. Call right now. All right. That number 800-661-7383. 800-661-7383. You can also text keyword plan to 600-700. That's plan to 600-700. And we do have to take a short break, but stay tuned because there's more financial safari coming up. Termites. Not the ones that eat your house, the ones that eat away at your nest egg. Hidden fees. A fee here, a fee there, a fee everywhere. They could end up costing you thousands. Exterminate the termites. Work with a financial professional who offers transparency. Call best-selling author Coach Pete DeRuda and the team at Capital Financial, 800-661-7383 or text PLAN to 600-700. That number again, 800-661-7383 or text PLAN to 600-700. Welcome back into the Financial Safari. Consumer advocate Thomas Lipscomb here alongside best-selling author, Coach Pete DeRuda. Coach, I know you love to keep things simple. I know a lot of our listeners appreciate that about you. We actually get a lot of comments about that, how you break it down, make it accessible for everybody. Uh, talk to me about exit strategy. This is something that I hear a lot about out there. Uh, it's hard to really know, though, what's really going on, what we need to pay attention to when it comes to this. It's a complex world, Thomas. Isn't it? It I mean, is. gosh, we're worrying about much more complex it is every day. The older we get, the more informed we get, and then the more frustrated we get with how complex everything exactly. is. Exactly. <laughs> it seems to just get infinitely more uh, complex. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so exit strategy, big one. Yes. It's inside our total retirement plan, which is 22 steps. One of the plans is an exit strategy. Okay. Who cares what you're making if you don't know when you're going to spend it? That's very true. Who cares <laughs> what you have if you don't know when you're going to spend it? Who cares what, about anything if you can't put a dollar amount to the why you're doing it? Mm-hmm. And because a lot of people have gone without to put as much money as they can in the retirement plan, only to have the carpet ripped out from under them right when they're getting ready to retire. And now they can't, number one, because they didn't have an exit strategy, they didn't plan when they were going to exit the working world. 
And it's not just the day that you exit the working world that you need to readjust your financial situation. You know, we got, I've got an air conditioner. I've got two air conditioner units at home. You probably got an air conditioner unit or two, right? They call them HVAC, heating, ventilation, air conditioning. So it's heating and air at the same time. But if you don't have someone come look at it, it could break when you need it the most. Mm -hmm. So I don't like having to take time off. And my wife doesn't either uh, from work twice a year to go home and meet the the guy there who's going to change the filters and he gets a little air blower out and blows all the, the coils and make sure it's working fine. Yeah. But I'd also don't have time to be cold in the middle of winter or hot in the middle of the summer because it's not working. Exactly. Now that may be a different story because of the power bill costs and <laughs> we hear about rolling blackouts may be coming our way, but I'm just talking about the financial world and how we need to make sure that we have ongoing maintenance of our financial plan, just like we do our car, ourself, our body and our air conditioning unit. Why don't, why don't we take care of our financial units just as much. We put it in the closet and forget about it a lot of times. And, and actually, if you don't have a good financial plan, you don't have yearly maintenance on it, it, it could be the worst thing because use your financial plan, your retirement plan, your excess treasure, pay for everything else we're talking about. You absolutely do. <laughs> Just like the AC is cooling the whole, whole house. I, I had a great, uh, honestly, example of that. I had the small little tube that wasn't angled quite at the right angle with my AC unit. There you go. So it wasn't draining the water out. And so this multi-thousand dollar unit was being stopped <clears throat> simply by a simple pitch of a pipe. Had the same thing happen to me. Did you really? It was like wow. two weeks after I got new units three years ago. Who did you it use wasn't to working. install? <laughs> well, it was, you know, it, was a, it was a quality organization, but, yeah, but, but yeah. evidently something, they had set that, that tube or whatever, and it, when it went the wrong angle, the water didn't drain, so then it automatically turns itself off. Exactly. Because yep. you don't want the Legionnaires disease stuff. Precisely, stop, yeah. It's it's so it's been for, for my health and safety, so I, I appreciate it, but, but of course, that one night of not be able to sleep because it's so hot, <laughs> I, I didn't appreciate that, but hey, it happens. So exit strategy. How do we know when we should retire, and how do we know if our money's in the right place when we retire? That's why we need a runway to retirement. You see these, uh, when you go to the airport, the planes don't go straight up like a rocket, do they? No. They go down that runway. Mm-hmm. And the runway looks pretty small because they got big planes on it. That's a long runway. You ever try to walk on one? I have not. I, have, no. I had one day. It's a long <laughs> way. Not a, not, it was an airport that was closed. It was Laurenburg Maxton Airport back in the day. Oh. We had a Boy Scout camperie out there on the old runway. Cool. And I remember thinking how long that runway was. The Golden Knights have used that runway in the past. The parachuters, they would take off from there and oh. go drop uh, around between Laurenburg and Southern Pines and Fayetteville. Okay. So, so going in that same vein, would you say that an exit strategy just like a runway for a plane will be need to be uh, longer depending on the size of the aircraft. Yeah. Uh, same thing for different people. Someone who owns a business may have a different exit strategy than someone who simply has a 401k steady job. Very important to have that exit strategy in place. And uh, from what I understand, exit strategies, you know, we were talking about a bit earlier, how even just the timing can be a risk. But it, when talking about an exit strategy, what about taxes? Because this is a big time where you can really look at your taxes heading into retirement, isn't it? A tax navigation strategy, very important, Thomas. There's about seven real important points when you have an exit strategy in place. And, and the important thing is, again, don't be like that kid that came to school and was trying to copy everyone's homework before the teacher got there. Do it ahead of time. And then you remember how, how confident you felt and how proud you felt when you wrote the paper ahead of time and didn't wait till the last night. Absolutely. <laughs> that, that one time was awesome. <laughs> so in our total retirement review, before we put together a total retirement plan, here's a couple of very important questions I want you guys out there in Radio Land to listen to. Number one, you need to identify the key objectives to why you're going to retire. I'm going to retire because, well, because I'm tired of my boss or because I'm out or what whatever, I have plenty of money, or I want to travel the world, or I want to play golf, whatever it is. Everyone's different, Thomas. Everyone is different. We're all different. I don't care what anyone says. We're not all the same. We're all different. So your, your objective is going to be different than my objectives. I know talking to you, they are. Absolutely. So you need to allocate your savings in the right place. If, if your money is all, in this, all at risk, 
then you're going to be either all in or all out. You're going to either have a great, great, great retirement or you're going to wish you had uh, had a better diversification strategy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number three, you need to define how much risk to take. It's okay to take risk. Just make sure that you understand how much risk you can really withstand. And then more importantly, how much your portfolio can withstand. Yeah. Here's, a, here's what I've been told years and years all over the last 30 years that I've been in the financial arena. Everyone thinks they can take more risk until the risk happens. That's true. Yeah, until it hits the fan, so to speak. <laughs> so we need to mitigate that risk. We need to diversify. And that's when our efficient portfolio process comes in. We need to make sure that we have money in the markets. Yes, at all times, but we don't need to want to, we don't want a retirement to depend on success or failure because of the money we have in the market. Exactly. So we also need to make sure that we, we diversify in the market, but then we take, if we have too much money in the market, we need to put it other places like real estate and real estate's the same thing. You could have too much in real estate. Mm-hmm. You have it all in one property. What if a big wave comes? Maybe you didn't have enough insurance. Who knows, right? We don't yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah. I just saw the Outer Banks, North Carolina, like a three or four houses got washed right I into the city. I saw that. That was crazy. <laughs> Those big stilts the houses had on them look like little toothpicks <laughs> when the big waves come. So you're not going to mess with Mother Nature. She's going to win. That's right. Private equity. Maybe it may be something to consider. Private equity is going into, into places that, you, that the average person can't get through the stock market. Now, you have, to, you have to have a pretty good amount of net worth, and you have to be able to sign sheets saying that you, you realize you could lose all that money. So it's, it's very risky. But it's also very rewarding a lot of times. There you go. I would not recommend that until you get everything else filled in and then you have leftover money. Then we need correctly designed annuities in our plan. And some of the annuities give you lifetime income you can never outlive. Some have inflation protection. Some let you take some of the annuity money and use for long-term care, et cetera. So again, a important part of a, if you picture it a pie, the six pieces of pie, that's one of the pieces of the pie. Okay. By the way, it's pretty funny that our, our schools do a great job of teaching kids when they get out of high school, they can tell you the circumference of an apple pie, but they can't tell you how to balance a checkbook, can they? <laughs> we need, we need more truth? financial education out there. Then we need analogy. advanced tax planning, Thomas. Again, looking ahead to protect your behind from the tax man. Mm-hmm. And then legacy planning. How are we going to leave our money? Who's going to get it? Who do we want to make sure gets it? Do we have that will or, or trust established Will we have the powers of attorney if we pass away? Who's going to make decisions when we pass away? But more importantly, when we're still here, who's going to make decisions for us if, if we become inc- incapacitated and can't make our own decisions like uh, for health care and financial? And here's what, here's what I always say. Everybody has one person in their family they absolutely never would trust with their money. And if you don't assign who's going to make your money decisions when you pass away, that person that you don't trust may end up doing it. So again, wills or trust is basically outline what your desires are if you can't tell anybody what your desires are. Yeah. And that's where my little green book of life comes in handy too, because you can write down everything you have. It's an interactive book. It's uh, 101 pages. Everyone loves the little green book of life. It, it asks you, questions and get you to think about where your accounts are so you can write it down. Mm-hmm. So if you pass away, now now people know your Facebook passwords, your combinations of maybe so, well, you're safe if you have one or where, you, where your safety deposit box is if you have one, if you have a life insurance policy, what companies it with or what companies, maybe you have more than one because insurance companies don't go looking around, oh, Thomas died, let's go find his family. No, your family needs to find the insurance company. That's so right. that's a lot of times that, that and when unclaimed funds many times at the state, if you go search yourself at the state for the unclaimed funds, many times life insurance companies just find out like years later, someone died and they give the money to the state because they don't know where to give it to. Yeah. All right. The state of North Carolina. So so we're very careful. And then we have to, we have to have that proper balance. We have to know where everything is. And that goes into just making sure we have a, a proper plan. Again, mitigating risk. We need to look at the illustrated projected result of what we're doing too. So not the pie in the sky where the where the broker says, hey, the market's averaged 10% per year over the last 89,000 years and you'll be fine. Well, what if it doesn't? And when we talk about averages, averages mean there's high and low. So what again, if we retire at the wrong time and the market goes down, our retirement is basically 
out of luck. Yeah. It's the best way I can say it cleanly. It's very true. And here's the thing is you're approaching this with almost three decades of experience as opposed to just assuming that we're going to live in Groundhog Day in 2020 <laughs> or 2021 over and over again. And, and I think there's importance to that because some of our listeners are going to remember the impact that 07, 08, 09 had or that 99, 2000, 2001 had. Some may not have experienced that at all. Keep in mind, if you lose 50% of your value, you have to earn 100% just to get back to where you were before you lost that money. Yeah. No one that I know makes 100% per year. I mean, so if you look at that 10% average that the, that the brokers like to spout about, sure. it would take 10 years to recover <laughs> from a 50% loss. And if you're wanting to retire next year, do that, you have 10 years? <laughs> exactly. I mean, I never, I mean, I don't think I, I don't, I would never want to have to wait 10 years just to get back to even Thomas. You've lost all the buying power there and the, all the earning power in 10 years just to get back to where you were. And, and I would assume this is why we focus on the financial red zone, that five, yep. 10 years before retirement. So well, it's why it's so crucial. The most important part to have a plan, at least a review, a portfolio review, and make sure you have just everything in the right place and, and have a personalized analysis for you and your family is that it provides confidence and peace of mind that you're doing the right thing or, the, or that when you get to retirement, everything's going to be fine. And Thomas, we're going to open our phone lines up right now. 15 people, the next 15 people, no cost or obligation. If, as long as you have at least 200,000 dedicated to retirement and our strategies do work best for those of you with over a million dollars dedicated to retirement, but we're here to help. Thomas, tell them how they can do it. You also get a financial goodie bag with some books and some great goodies in there as well when you call and come in. That's right. 800-661-7383 is the number to call. 800-661-7383. You can also text keyword plan to 600-700. That's plan to 600-700. And you will talk with an actual fiduciary advisor. There's no robo-advising or some guy off in another state that's going to talk to you. We are right here. We're local and we're ready to help. That's why we're on air. Welcome to the jungle. Are you ready for the financial safari that is retirement? Coach Pete DeRuta and his team at Capital Financial can guide you over the mountains and through the woods of retirement. Check out FinancialSafari.com for the latest shows and A-list guest interviews. If you have a question for Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial, go to FinancialSafari.com. Click on the Ask a Question button and your question, along with your voice, may be used in an upcoming episode of Financial Safari. Financial Safari is available on iHeartRadio, Amazon Alexa, Google Home, and Apple HomePod. Are you ready for retirement? Check out FinancialSafari.com. Folks, this is the time of the show where we go out across the world and find someone who is making a difference in the world, specifically the financial world, and got a really good guest today. Uh, her, her book came across my desk the other day. She's in our radio network as well. Her name is Kelly Slott, and she's in Southern Cal. And the name of the book, it's The Great Retirement Mystery. Kelly, welcome in. For having me, it's going to be fun to talk about this today. Well, this is an interesting book, and and in the book, I mean, I mean, what, first of all, I want to ask you, what inspired you to write the book? Well, you know, my job is to help people. That's how I look at it. So I thought, you know, I'd like to get a book out there that really kind of covers the strategy that I use and to help people come understand financial markets because a lot of people, really, frankly, that come to me don't understand the markets much. So I wanted to take my years of knowledge in the financial field and put it in a book form that's easy to read and really can help people with their financial portfolios and creating exactly what they're looking for. You're right. This book is very easy to read. And I'm sure everyone listening has run across some of those financial books in the past where it looks good when you're buying it or ordering it when you get it home. It's hundreds of pages of unexplainable or ununderstandable print where you really, after you get done reading, you don't even know what you read. But your book right. takes people from point A to Z and walks people right through that planning for retirement process. Matter of fact, what I really love about your book is you have the six biggest retirement blunders 
And I always say that smart people learn from their mistakes, but geniuses can learn from other people's mistakes. And that's what you're doing here in this book is you're educating folks on how to avoid some of those pitfalls. And nobody wants to be the the dummy in the room. So you can help everyone not be that person. And let's go through, I want to go through all six of these retirement blunders. We'll start in any order you want. What's the, what's the biggest retirement blunder you see, Kelly? Well, one of the biggest ones is listening to the wrong sources. So when people hear from their neighbor, the person that works across the desk from them at work, um, a friend, and they say, oh, well, my friend says this, that, and the other, and that's what I should invest in. And I always say, well, do they know your full financial picture? Do they know what your risk tolerance is? This is really important. And most times, friends, family, they don't know that. So that's why I say one of the biggest blunders is really listening to the wrong source. And so really know what your risk tolerance is, know what your time frame is. Those are all important things that I ask people when I when they come and sit with me for the first time. So I think that's, that's really one of the biggest blunders I see. You know where I hear a lot of folks where they ask what their neighbor's doing or the person next to next office over is when they're trying to get their allocations right for the 401k. Do you hear about that too? Well, absolutely. 401k allocations is interesting because there's usually 10, 15 different mutual funds to choose from and they right. all have different aspects to them. So yeah, it's important to know what your time frame is, your risk tolerance is based on those kind of choices. Yeah, because, I mean, if, if, if your neighbor's doing one thing, doesn't mean it's the best thing for you. And I, and I, I see that's way too much. And, and people use hearsay a lot of times. Well, so-and-so said this. And so, therefore, I'm going to take what so-and-so said and apply it to my plan and not listen to you, Mr. Fiduciary or Mrs. Fiduciary. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, I just had a call yesterday from a radio show caller. And, and she said, well, you know, I had an advisor that my brother is using. And I told the advisor, just do whatever my brother's doing. So she gave me a list of all the recommendations. And I said... Based on what you told me, your risk tolerance, this this is not what you should be doing. So anyway, it was interesting. I hear that a lot. You know, we have a family advisor and he's worked my with my parents or my grandparents for years. Therefore, we're going to use that same person. Well, how do you even know if it's good or not? I mean, just because your parents, maybe your parents or grandparents don't know that they haven't been getting the best service or the best plan put together, but they don't know any better because that's all they see. Right. Exactly. You've really got to consider your source and, and yeah. your time frame, your risk tolerance. It's really personal Correct. to you. That's why yes. I create specific plans for people. Absolutely. Good. Yeah. Customized plans. Very, very important. All right. Well, that was that's a big one. You trusted the wrong people. But looking at the book here, here here's another blunder, not having a plan and sticking to it. So this, it's basically a double blunder. Number one, not having a plan. And number two, if you did have a plan, not sticking to it. Yeah. So again, it, it kind of goes into the first one there at listening to the wrong sources, because a lot of times people do things off the cuff. Oh, I have a plan. And then they hear something. Oh, let's go do this. So that changes the plan. Well, stick with your plan. I mean, and that's, that's true in that case, but it's also true with markets because markets change. And so people go, oh, I want to I want to go buy X, Y, Z, because now that's the next biggest thing. It's like, well, no, that's not your plan. You've got to stick with your plan. Certainly adjustments can be made, but it's important to stick with the plan that we create for you. Unless something changes, you inherit money, you win the lottery, and a lot of different things can change. <laughs> but uh, sticking with the plan is important. Yeah, very, very much is. And then here's another one of your blunders here, making decisions emotionally. How, how many people have ruined a plan by making emotional uh, decisions uh, and having it affect their investments in the wrong way or their retirement plan in the oh, wrong way? Yeah, it's so true. I mean, look at the cryptocurrency uh, phase that people are into. <laughs> Some people have made money with that, certainly, but that's an emotional decision. Oh, it's the next biggest thing. But is that really right for you? And is that right for your risk tolerance? So, yeah, emotional decisions are not wise. And I, I really try and talk people through 
what might be going on that way, something that's fancy that might come their way. So yeah, be careful of that. Well, two big emotions that people use at the wrong time, fear and greed. So when the market's going down, people get afraid and they sell at, right. the, at a low or on the other side, the market's going up like crazy. doesn't matter if it's real estate, stocks, bonds, crypto, you name it. The market's going up like crazy. You get what my daughter calls FOMO, fear of missing out. <laughs> And so you jump in and greed is the name of that emotion. And so you buy at a high and then you have that other emotion when it's at a low and you sell. And it's the exact opposite of what Warren Buffett says, the success in investment world. He says, buy low and sell high. And number two is repeat that. Right. Repeat, repeat. Repeat. Absolutely. Used to laugh about the back of a bottle of shampoo. It said, wash, rinse, repeat. Good marketing. I guess you repeat, right. repeat until you run out of shampoo and you're done for the day. <laughs> there you go. There <laughs> All right. You go. So trying to time the markets, another blunder. What, what do you feel about that that uh, emotional aspect? Yeah. So it, it kind of goes with emotion, too. Uh, you've got to make sure that your plan is in place, right? So trying to time the market, you're never going to get out at the exact right time. You're never going to get in at the exact right time. If I always tell my clients, if it's a good time to sell, sell. If it's a good time to buy, buy. We don't try and time that because I really, my many years in the business, and I'm sure you've seen this too, coaches, I don't see people get that exactly right. You just can't. That's why we have plans. That's why we create plans for people is so we don't have to try and figure all of that stuff out. You know, I, we're not trading the market all day, all you know, and all the risks inherent in that. So let's make sure we're doing it right for you. And folks, we're talking to Kelly Slot. She's from Southern California, and her, the name of her book is The Great Retirement Mystery. We're talking about some of the six blunders that exist in your plan. And, you know, emotions really take charge. And a lot of people subject themselves to undue emotions by listening to, to folks on TV screaming about, Buy, buy, buy! Sell, sell, sell! Don't buy, don't buy! <laughs> and then how do you decide? <laughs> so don't, don't let that be the final deciding factor is what you see or read or whatever on TV, especially because TV is there for a reason to sell advertisements. That's why it's there. Soap opera is a good example. Now, how about taking advice from the wrong sources? Is that a big blunder? It's a big blunder because again, every source that you listen to, and it could be the wall street journal. It could be the TV station or radio station. They're touting whatever they're touting. Right. And it may not be appropriate for you. So you've got to make sure that you're listening to someone that's on your side that's got your best interest at heart and going to do the right thing for you. So that's uh, one of the biggest blunders I see with people is listening to those sources that maybe they don't have their best interest at heart. Yeah. You also talk about lack of understanding of Social Security and Medicare. We see this all the time as well. And it's not just the fact that anyone can go down and claim Social Security or buy a Medicare supplement, but are they doing the right one for themselves? And, and many people have cost themselves hundreds of thousands of dollars in the past by selecting the wrong Social Security claiming option or strategy. And, and many don't realize that there are some good options for you out there that could make you a whole lot more money. Yeah, that's right. You can take Social Security at 62. It's the earliest you can take it. But really, do you need it then? Because that's the lowest dollar amount you'll ever get. So if you wait every year that you wait, you're going to get 8% more per year. So full retirement age for most folks is around 66. You can take it at 70. That's the most dollar amount you'll get. So I always tell people, go to ssa.gov, socialsecurity.gov, and look at the amounts you would get at each of those ages. And I usually have people print those things out for me and bring them in because then we can decide when do you need the money, how much do you need. Um, It's important to look at that because, like you say, Coach, you can lose thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars if you don't take it at the right time. 
So important to look at that. All right. Now, one final thing in the book. We've got about a one minute here left in the show, uh, this segment here with you. But uh, it's bonus blunder. Set it and forget it. Explain that. Ah, yes. Well, see, this is why I do portfolio reviews periodically with my clients, because I want to make sure that what we have set up for you is still appropriate for you. So you don't just set it and then walk away and never look at it again. I have uh, a lot of people, unfortunately, come to me and their advisors don't ever call them and look at, okay, this is what we have. Maybe we're overweighted in something. I mean, look at the last 12-year bull market run. A lot of people have high amounts in the stock market these days, and maybe they're not so comfortable with that anymore. So we take some profits off the table, do some alternative types of investments for them. So don't set it and forget it. You've got to look at it. That's my job to make sure we're looking at it and making sure that it's still what you want it to be year over year over year. So by all means, uh, do portfolio reviews with your advisor if you're not, because you've got to make sure your allocations are where they need to be. It's funny. Anytime I hear set it and forget it, I get hungry. And it's because of that <laughs> rotisserie chicken <laughs> ad that used to be on TV all the time. <laughs> Folks, the name of the book, yeah, the, the Great Retirement Mystery and How to Avoid the Six Biggest Blunders. We just went over some of them, but the book is a lot more advanced. And really, it's a lot more advanced to meet with a planner. But this is a good uh, introductory level to some of the mistakes people are making. The book's available anywhere books are sold. And that number is 800-661-7383. You can also text the word plan to 600-700. This is a great opportunity to reach out, get your own questions answered. Again, that number, 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383, or text that keyword plan to 600-700. That's plan to 600-700. And her name is Kelly Slot. Kelly, thanks for your time today. Thank you, Coach B. I really appreciate it. And we'll be right back after this. You want your piece of the financial pie? Tune in to Financial Pizza each and every week. Where do you go? Financialpizza.com. You will hear from Coach Pete DeRuta, as well as advisors from across the country. Great takes on the latest hot-button issues when it comes to retirement. Financialpizza.com. Every week, new, fresh, hot information on everything retirement. Financialpizza.com. So good, you want to take a bite. Financialpizza.com. Welcome back into the Financial Safari. Consumer advocate Thomas Lipscomb here with you alongside best-selling author, Coach Pete DeRuta. Coach. Well, Kelly was a good girl, wasn't she? Kelly was awesome. She's I, very I, smart, Thomas. Very she's, smart woman. She's very, very smart. It was, she's it was out in LA. She's, she's an LA woman. <laughs> you know, LA is a gigantic area. She says, Coach, people call me all the time, and, and I have to. it takes me like 45 minutes or longer to get to some people if I have to go see them, like people that can't come see her. Right. And I said, Kelly, maybe you want to look into Zoom technology. <laughs> Zoom is the way we can do the virtual Zoom stuff and all that. Nice, yes. But she's really, really, really knowledgeable. Young lady. She is. Yeah. Very she, proud of her with that book, too, by the way. She absolutely is. Now, uh, I'm going to try to lead into something here. You're into the oh, yeah? weather, aren't you, Coach? We're, we're all into the weather. Too hot, we too cold. We all like to talk about it. <laughs> we do. Well, there well you, I'm going to blame it. There used to be the one and only reliable source for weather right here in North Carolina. And I believe you know his name as well Mr. as I do. Mr. Greg Fischel. That's right. And he has a question that actually is quite topical. Check this out. All right, Coach, another question this week from Jen in Cary. Can you take the income from a qualified annuity and transfer it to another qualified annuity? We have taken the free withdrawal amount from a qualified annuity to another, but not the income. All right, so 
so what is I, I really he's, he's saying can you take the income stream from it mm, it depends Thomas the answer to that is depends because when if you take an income off it technically if it's qualified money as long as you don't touch it you could put it somewhere else it should work if it's your minimum required distribution where you have to take the money out and pay tax on it, it wouldn't make any sense to, to do that. Oh, sure. Because yeah. you've already paid tax on it. Already... Why, would you, why would you put it back in a place you have to pay tax again? <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. We're, that's like buying real estate. You're paying tax every year on the, on the property you already bought. We already dealt with the T people <laughs> over that, right? Cars too. You have to pay tax every year on the car you bought. So you really never own anything, do you? No, you don't. If you don't pay the tax bill, see how fast you don't own it. <laughs> uh, you started me down that rabbit hole and it is so very true. Yeah. I still don't like it when yeah. I hear it. Thanks, Greg, for, uh, for asking that question. And so I think the, the main thing is, we need to a little bit more information on that, seeing what the real real goals and desires are to to get that that money. Yeah. Uh, maybe if it, you've already paid tax on it, well, either uh, maybe buy a life insurance policy that'll, that'll make somebody very hefty and uh, and wealthy down the road. Or it, uh, here's one of the things that people overlook on life insurance these days, Thomas. It's not just for the people that pass away; it's for when you're alive. What do you mean, Coach Pete? Well, yeah. Coach Pete bought himself a, a pretty big life insurance policy last year. And I can use the death benefit while I'm here, Thomas. So I can come back from the dead without even dying. <laughs> <laughs> now, that sounds interesting. Now, so what do you mean by that? Yeah, Tax-free, I can take some of the death benefit out. So let's say it's a $5 million policy and I go to, uh, and I have to go to, you know, this is, let's, let's fast forward at least 30 years in the future. <laughs> sure, sure. And I have to go to a long-term care facility. And I want to go to a really nice one. I don't want to share a room with anybody, which I, you know, I, yeah. I had a roommate in college. I don't want to do that again. Yeah. So it costs more. So let's say it costs $150,000 a year. Reasonable, yeah. All right, so I reach into my, $5 million death benefit and I take 150000 out of the $5 million death benefit. So the $5 million death benefit now goes to 4850000 Okay. So I still have a nice death benefit. I'm leaving, yet I have a long-term care stay now for a year without worrying about being a burden on anybody. Not anybody's checkbook or not having any, nobody has to take care of me, that kind of thing. And that's huge. And I got to admit, I mean, if you're talking about $150,000 that you're going to be yep. able to get in somewhere in 30 years, it's already costing $100,000, yeah. 110000 a year just today. Well, let's say, you know, and of course, 30 years from now, long term care is going to be more. But, I, you know, how do you know, how much do we know? I don't know. But, but at least, but, but let's say how to go tomorrow. Yeah. Let's say I get a wreck. I mean, that happens. There's a lot of young people in long-term care facilities because they had auto wrecks or fell off a parachuting accident. Who knows? I mean, yeah. we're humans. It's true. <laughs> we do it's stupid true. things and we, we have stupid consequences because of that. So, but, the, but the beauty of this is I didn't have to reach into my checking account and pay, or I didn't want, I don't have 150,000 in my checking account, but, <laughs> but I didn't have to reach anywhere, but I just went into my life insurance policy, which, which some, my family still benefits if I die the next year. So they still get uh, 4 million. 850,000. Sure. Yeah, Tax of course. Free. So the beauty of this is it takes a worry away from having to get that long-term care game playing. Cause uh, you know, and then and another thing it will do is this, this policy also is building a retirement flow of income for me. I can borrow my own money in retirement and I can technically never pay it back. The death benefit would pay it back. So you, you can almost have a tax free income stream from that life insurance policy as well. Everyone's different, Thomas. Everyone's circumstances are different. So I recommend people call to get their own personalized analysis to see if this might be a good solution, especially folks, if you're one of the ones listening, we get these calls almost every week, Thomas, you already have a life insurance policy. You've had it for a while. It may not have this, probably doesn't have this living benefit rider added to it, which doesn't add much cost. Matter of fact, the life insurance policies over the last five to 10 years have gone down in price. You may be overpaying for a policy that doesn't have what you need in it anyway. Wow. So let's do that review at no cost or obligation. Let's see if you're in the right place. And if not, we'll give you directions on how to get the right one. You never cancel your current policy until you get a new one in your hands. We've heard horror stories from the in the, in the past where people thought they were going to go get another life insurance policy. They canceled the current one, stopped paying the premiums. Yeah. And then they died before they got the next one. 
Wow. Because because mm-hmm. life took over procrastination, whatever. They didn't get another sure. policy. Yeah. And so you you want to you talk about a financial disaster, die without having the life insurance policy you thought you were going to have. That's so again, we take it step by step as fiduciaries and fiduciary planners. We will not let you do the wrong thing, but we want to make sure you're you're doing the right thing. It's sort of like uh, I finally canceled my cable. <laughs> Go coach. And, uh, and now I'm paying about 89% less than I was by just doing the, we call it cutting wow, the cord, just yes. doing like the uh, streaming services, YouTube streaming service it has all the channels I used to have anyway. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> you got a goodie over there for us, don't you? I do. This one's pretty interesting. The Financial Safari News Network presents Brokers Behaving Badly. This former Wells Fargo advisor was already in trouble and staring at decades in prison for stealing money from clients. Sentencing for that piece set for later this year. Now that's part one. Part two involves Kenneth Sommer, a 77-year-old New Jersey eye doctor. Kenneth Welsh is accused of taking over $1.8 million. Then on April 30th, 2019, Welsh is said to have taken $900,000 the day before he closed on a five-bedroom house in River Ridge, New Jersey. The price? $900,000. The victim didn't find out about it until last August. A Superior Court judge awarded Kenneth Sommer $909,000 in damages for the house. The New York Post reports that Sommer sued Welsh seeking to take possession of the house with the purpose of selling it. Wells Fargo has returned money to Sommer that Welsh allegedly took, but now Sommer is seeking at least $10 million through arbitration. Sommer's attorney, Jay Sabin, says if Wells Fargo had been doing its job and watching over its staff like it has a duty to do, it is extremely likely that they would have caught him before he started financially abusing Dr. Sommer. The Post reported that Welsh was arrested last October over allegations that he fleeced five clients out of more than $3 million, charged with four counts of wire fraud, one count of investment advisor fraud, and one of the other victims was Sommer. Now, Welsh is facing a maximum of 20 years in prison for each of the wire fraud counts and a maximum of five years in prison for the investment advisor fraud count. Just one more reason to choose a fiduciary and be sure to vet them on Broker Check. Every single week, Thomas. I mean, and, and believe it or not, we have to choose. There's a bunch of them every we single do. week. We do. It's, it's incredible the amount of shame on Wells Fargo for letting people get like there. their advisors get away from that. I, I mean, what I are you agree. paying the big companies for if they're not if they're not policing their own people? Yep, I agree. Think you, about it. You think that you're going to get more service from this, you know, national conglomerate thing, but hey, there we. I mean, which I, Wells Fargo used to be Walk uh, Walkovia, used to come walk all over you, and First <laughs> yeah. Union together. Remember yeah. that? So it's funny yeah. how these banks change names, but the. The results are the same, unfortunately. You know, I, I've gotten it into my head that the, at this, and it probably is what it is at the end of the day, but they're just trying to hide from what they used to be by, by constantly yeah. name changing. Yeah, it's but I mean, well, you can you can hide your name, but you can't hide your bad employees, can you? No, you cannot. You certainly can't. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> wow. All right, I've been a very fast show. I say it every week. It seems like it's gone fast to me. Does it go fast to you? <laughs> very fast. <laughs> Let's make sure we do this, folks. We're, we, we're offered, we offered this week, we offered you a financial goodie bag. We offered you the proprietary process, the efficient portfolio system to make sure you, and decide the total retirement plan, you have your money allocated the right way before you have that retirement party. The exit strategy, we call it. The sooner the better to get your eggs in a row before you go tell your boss where you can go. 
Well, where you go. you're going? <laughs> if you're, you know, that kind of thing. So just make sure you understand what's going on. And we'll do that for you if you're one of the next 15 people who have at least 200000 dedicated to retirement. And our strategies do work best for those of you with over a million dollars dedicated to retirement. But we'll put together a plan for you that, that makes sense, that you can explain back to your family. Mm-hmm. The plan you have right now, could you explain it without looking at notes to, the, to your family members right now? And if the answer is no... Get a review. Get an understandable plan that you that you can explain and you and you're confident in instead of having to call your broker and ask if, if everything's fine. Because what are they going to tell you? Oh, of course it is. <laughs> until it isn't. Mm-hmm. But, but saying my dad used to say is everything's fine until it isn't. Let's eliminate that saying. Let's make sure it is fine. 100 percent signed off by a fiduciary team with the Coach Pete stamp of approval. So hey, maybe your plan right now is like that. We are honest with you. We'll tell you if your plan's fine. We'll give you the stamp of approval. It gives you the peace of mind. If not, we'll show you the recommendations that we we recommend to get you on the right path. Thomas, next 15 people right now. All right, let's do this. 800-661-7383 is the number to call to take advantage of of this really great opportunity uh, to meet with Coach Pete and the team here at Capital Financial. Get those answers, but more importantly, really get a total retirement income plan in place or get that second opinion of your current plan that you have. The number again, 800-661-7383. Go ahead and call on in. We keep a limited number of vacancies on the calendar, but they are for you, our radio listeners out there. We do this every week just to make sure that we can address the questions and concerns you may have addressing us today. Uh, you can also text keyword plan to 600-700. We make this very easy. Just that, that one word plan to 600-700. So a couple of good options there, coach. One of the things I want to make sure to tell you folks, you can always go to financialsafari.com to listen to this show or listen to other shows and go to wealthdefenderusa.com to get your own wealth defense plan put in place. See you next week, folks. Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency. Coach Pete.